Welcome to the Elmo and Doris Different Podcast. You're listening to the Elmo Adore Difference, a podcast that gets people from all walks of life to share powerful ideas and spread good vibes. My name's Elmo Adore Jr. and I'm a young Filipino passionate about the individuality every person can bring to the table. And I'm talking to unique people about how they see the world and how to make a difference. Hikmat Abdul Mumin. She is from Nigeria and she is 18 years old and currently being a host to an awesome podcast. Please listen to Sweet and Sour Podcast. She talks about self-love, self-esteem, and everything a teenager needs in this cruel, cruel world. Uh, Hikmat, can you uh, tell something about uh, yourself to my audience? Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Abdul Hikmat, as Elmo has said. I'm a Nigerian. I'm a Muslim. I'm 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's that's basically it about me. That's just it. And I'm a motivational speaker. I have mm-hmm. a podcast, Sweet and Sour. And then this is my first time being a guest on somebody's podcast. And I'm really honored to be here. So I want to talk to you about Islam. Like, um, I have... I have uh, well, it's not that a stereotype or a heuristic about Islam, but women in Islam aren't as as liberated when compared to Western cultures. Uh, how how do you uh, approach that argument from a, a lot of feminists? Like, uh, you you're like in the still in the first or second wave. A lot of women in Islam, Islamic countries. What can you say about that? Well, you know, Islam is a religion and then in the religion of islam we have different you know we we use the quran that's uh that's the book our book our holy book and then in the holy book of islam mm-hmm. that we use there are different ways there are different specific things that a woman is supposed to do and like a woman is supposed to do and not do how a woman is supposed to dress and not dress and then the western culture kind of like contradicts some of these things like some of how a woman is supposed to dress in Islam, and if you see a Western culture, it, it doesn't—it just doesn't fit into that kind of. I just feel it's not like we don't have liberty, but I just feel what we are supposed to be fully practicing our religion properly. If that's how—that's how I see it. I don't see it as we don't have liberty to do some things. I just feel it's basically us practicing what we preach, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, the thing is that your religion itself. Uh, prevents yeah. women from being as free compared to men. For example, you're not able to uh, wear the clothes you wish to wear. You're not able to uh, do publicly stuff that n- normally men always do. For example, even just wave your hair uh, uh, outside. Just yeah, you can't do that because uh, uh, Islamic tradition and beliefs prevent you from doing that. Uh, how? Ca- what can you say about? Yeah. Islam as something like that. You know, you know. Let, let me, let me, let me say, let me tell you something. Basically, mm-hmm. some people have seen people who approach me like, why do I always cover my hair? Why do we always do? That? I'm like, why don't you always cover your hair? I don't. know. It's not a problem, but people are seeing it like it's, it is a problem. It's, for example, people that don't cover their hair today. It was something they were brought up with, right? So as they are brought up like that, they are used to it. When they now see people covering their hair, it's like, why would these people start covering their hair? And way that we are brought up to cover our hair. When we see people not covering their hair, we're like, why would people not cover their hair for God's sake? So uh, it's the way 
we've been trained from small, like it's the way we've known our religion to be. And then there are reasons why in the Quran, if you're a Muslim and you read the Quran very well, you will know the reasons why a woman is not supposed to do, open her head down, a woman is not supposed to do some certain things. It's not like a woman cannot do some things that men do. Why we are asked to cover our hair, cover our body, there are certain reasons. And a Muslim that is listening to me and has read the Quran and understood the Quran very well, we see so many reasons why. For example, sexual abuse, eh, though it's not about dressing, it's not about dressing, it's not the way you dress that um, makes someone sexually abuse, abuse you, but it's kind of part of why some people are actually sex, sexually abused. But it's not the main reason. Most of the time, sexual abuse is about your, vulner, your vulnerability. That's why some people are dressing in a way that will attract. We just believe that your thing is for one person, for the person you're supposed to get married to. You're not supposed to treat yourself like, like a trash to people. You understand that kind of thing, right? You're not supposed to treat yourself like, I don't know how to put it, but we believe that your body is meant for whoever you're supposed to get married to. I don't know, say even in Christianity, Christianity does not preach, practice like doing different, all these bad, like bad things or wearing some kind of clothes. Even some really, some Christian, um, like some Christian sect, in Nigeria, some of them they dress so holy, they dress so they cover all their body, they cover their hair, they don't pierce their ears, they don't wear earrings. Every um, religion, even in Islam, there are different sects. It's just that I have really accepted the Western culture trying to adjust. You, co- you can't just adjust to something that is not your religion. That is not what you preach. They're trying to change what has been written or what you are supposed to practice, something like that. Yeah, but um, the real problem here is that. Uh, for some women, for example, I have seen a lot of uh, um, women from who came from I- Islamic countries, and then uh, when they move into uh, Western countries, they find themselves by uh, not just uh, not wearing the the hi- hi- hijab, but uh, ju- wearing bikinis, wearing uh, f- free freedom clothes that uh, make them feel good about themselves. Uh, wear makeup, wear uh, earrings, because essentially p- fashion is uh, one of the most important ways of self-expression we as humans hold, you know. And uh, in an Islamic country, women are, aren't as much allowed to feel good about themselves when compared to other liberal uh, uh, Western countries. What can you say about that? Can I correct that? You know, it's because you know why mm-hmm. why it's like that? Because those women feel or because people feel that fashion is something that makes you feel good about yourself. Fashion is not fashion mm-hmm. doesn't make me feel good about myself. Like my own feeling good just comes from within. Like it's I don't know, maybe it's things around me, but fashion, see, people that maybe uh they're dressing to make them feel good about themselves, mm-hmm. it's because maybe they've seen so many different people, they like the way they are mm-hmm. looking. And before I really didn't know to when while, while growing up, I was not mm-hmm. a very like holy kind of person, like a very good mm-hmm. Muslim man. I just used to do the normal. I was able to, I'm, I'm not able to say I'm a Muslim because now I want to be a Muslim. And I'm a Muslim because mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Do you understand? If you understand what your religion is, and most people don't understand their religion. And if you understand what your religion is, and you like what it is, you like, you understand, you understand, and you like whatever it's saying, then I don't feel... That um, fashion of a thing should make you feel low about yourself or something. Though most people, yeah, some people will leave their hijab and go and say all those stuff, wear bikinis and all. But that's because they feel like the um, bikinis will make them feel good about themselves. But even we know deep down that no matter how much you dress up, no matter how much, though dressing up can boost up your self-esteem, 
a bit. But no, it's not, it's not your dressing up that will give you a high sense of self. It is what you think about yourself. It's what you understand. It is your mentality to different set, your mentality to different things that will actually make you feel good about yourself, not your dressing in your dressing per se. I, I want to say two things. First is address the your uh, the, the the last thing you said is that um, your mentality on how you look at yourself is really important. And so, uh, what? Yeah, but but the the real question is. Um, in an Islamic country where women are usually seen as uh, uh, lower than men uh, in, an, in a scale of roles in society, for example, even in the family, uh, how can you feel good about yourself if you, if you have an understanding that men are uh, supposed to be more dominant, more superior than you? And second, I want to say that, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, your religion, it's your freedom to choose because you like Islamic culture, you like Islamic tradition and makes you uh, become a good, modest uh, Muslim. But what about those who choose not to follow Islam? Because uh, uh, I have under understanding that if you reject Islam in your family, in your own family, if you're a teenager who wants to uh, wear what the clothes you want, you will be persecuted, you will be hated and ostracized in your own family in your own culture, in your own uh, community. Let's take it chill there. I don't know for other Islamic countries, mm -hmm. basically, but Nigeria, Nigeria is not, sorry, mm -hmm. Nigeria is not a country whether it's Islamic or Christ, it's not more of any, I don't know, it's not more of any of them. It's more of a mix of Christianity, Islam, and traditional mm -hmm. religion. Mm -hmm. But basically, I don't know, but while I've been reading the Quran and studying the Quran, mm -hmm. The Quran did not make me understand. It, I, I've never, I've not really read. Probably I've not read to that point, but it never made me feel feel like Muslim women are lower than men. Mm -hmm. It made me feel like, though women should submit, mm -hmm. but that, that doesn't mean we are low. Even in Islam, the respect. For example, you hear there's a verse in the Quran where they say children should respect their mothers a lot because the key to their paradise is something is in their mother's foot, mm -hmm. something like that. Like they're giving, they actually give women a high sense of I don't know. They give women a special kind of respect. But what they are trying to tell us in the Quran, as I understand, I'm saying basically as I understand, because probably my understanding may be different from another person's understanding to what they are reading. You get what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say, right? But what I understand is that Islam is trying to say that women are men. I feel our physical strength is not equal, is not the same. And then it's trying to, I don't know, I feel it's trying, Islam is trying to avoid women from so many kinds, so from all sorts of atrocities, from all sorts of, I don't know, crimes that we're going to, we're going to commit if, if we don't understand, if we don't really understand what we're doing, something like that. Mm -hmm. So basically, in other countries, I don't, I really don't know. I can't see for other countries because I, I'm not living there. But for where I'm living, mm -hmm. for Nigeria, mm -hmm. basically, they don't. If you want to change your, even me, I don't even force anybody to stay in a particular religion if you're not comfortable with it. But what I want you to do is understand whatever religion you are in. So when they ask you, you don't say because you're giving birth to in that religion. That's why you are doing that religion. Understand that. Okay, I've, I've studied this religion. I've gone through everything i've understood everything they are saying in the religion and i like it and i want to be here if you are not comfortable being a muslim change to whatever religion you want to change to if you're not comfortable being a christian change to whatever religion you want to. it's a it's a free world mm -hmm. it's a free even islam will tell you to you be really to you be a religion and to me be my religion you don't have i said it's not a compulsion to stay in a particular religion if you're not comfortable with it especially if you have a choice if you have a choice understand whatever religion you are going into 
make sure you find out, go through the doctrine of that religion and be in that religion because you want to be in that religion, not because you are giving birth to in that religion or because you are forced to be in that religion. Stay in a religion where you are comfortable with. You get what I'm trying to say? In Nigeria today, some people are, people are converting from different religions to another religion, though we still have some families that would not think it is right. It's everywhere and all, but I feel in Nigeria, there's no kind of like stigmatization, whether you convert to a Christian, from a Christian to a Muslim, or from a Muslim to a Christian, there's no really a bad stigma that is attached to that, except the stigma is coming from your family, not like the society really cares about what you're mm-hmm. doing or something. I see, uh, and that's, that's good about uh, Nigeria. And um, uh, so let's talk about the self-love part, you know, because um, a lot of teenagers are experiencing a lot of low self-esteem issues due to social media itself you know watching instagram watching exactly social mm-hmm. media exactly mm-hmm. exactly you, you hit the nail on the head social media is the craziest thing that makes i don't know it just brings somebody's sense of self it brings your self-esteem low you know this is exactly what i'm saying like if you make your kind of like your self-esteem based on fashion mm-hmm. i'm serious Things are going to keep on coming out. Trends are going to keep on coming out. Then you cannot even keep up to that trend. But if you make your sense of self something that is from within, something that is from your brain, like it's from your heart, you don't base it on material things, that kind of thing, then no matter what, you can actually replenish yourself. You can refill yourself once you feel drained out. But if you try to follow trends and say trends are making you have high self-esteem, I tell you one day your self-esteem is just going to go to level zero. Mm-hmm. I, I like that, uh, the concept where you say that uh, your self-esteem has to uh, come from something deep inside you and not just from trendy stuff, uh, superficial stuff that you can buy, you know? And uh, um, uh, what character or what virtues do you think uh, teenagers should work on as, instead of uh, focusing on social media? that could uh, really boost their self-esteem. So I feel, you know, one thing is that I feel teenagers to, should surround themselves with people that ha- like that provide value to values to them because peer pressure plays a very big role in some teenagers life. In yes, yeah, some teenagers, the people they keep as their friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know what most people keep people that they keep people that make them feel low about themselves. Why would you hang around with people that make you feel low about yourself for Christ's sake? You don't I don't know, you don't, uh, people that make you feel low about yourself, don't hang around them. I tell you, I don't, if you make me feel low about myself, I don't hang around you at all because I feel like every time I'm around you, my energy just, my energy just drops and all. And then another thing is that I feel teenagers should, yeah. And that thing is that most teenagers, whatever they're seeing on social media now, they don't get it that social media is a platform for yeah no problem i can just uh, edit for showing you what you want to okay, see no problem. or what they want you to see most people people that are on social media today we see their interesting the interesting part of their life rather but there are some times in our life they don't show us all those times and teenagers have issues especially girls i don't know for mm-hmm. boys i can't really say for boys because i'm a girl but girls have this body issue problem you know they want to be like that mm-hmm. social media they want to be like a mm-hmm. perfect barbie but you don't know that you just if you cannot accept yourself the way you are nobody's going to accept you mm-hmm. if you cannot be you nobody will be, if you're trying to be another person you're going to like leave you behind and who is going to be you nobody will really care about you if you cannot be you nobody's going to be you so i feel like first of all start accepting who you mm-hmm. are surround yourself with people that add value to your life and kick all those toxic people like keep them away from your life people that make you feel low about yourself mm-hmm. just let them be mm-hmm. 
let them, without them, you're going to be something. You, you don't have to attach yourself. You don't have to make your happiness come from somebody because I don't really, the person may be struggling with their own, with certain things in your life because everybody has issues or something. But if you're trying to hang around somebody for two, you have to mm-hmm. let them off the hook and try to make you, if you because if you make yourself happy or you don't depend your, your happiness, you don't mm-hmm. make your happiness depend on somebody. If the person finally dies, the person leaves, you can still be happy. But if you depend on that person, once the person goes, you are gone, you are dead, that kind of thing. You understand, right? Okay. So another thing I want to um, tell teenagers is that whatever is happening now, in the next five years or in the next three years, it's not going to matter. The guy you like that does not like you, the girl you like that does not like you, all of those shit that, you know, in, te- in our teenage years, we like literally go through so many stuff that we cry about. You know, it's okay to cry. Cry whenever you want to cry. Cry enough. Cry, I don't know, cry a bucket. But just don't dwell in that moment for too long especially if it's a bad moment and make yourself mm-hmm. feel good take yourself out you know treat yourself don't make somebody somebody doesn't have to treat someone doesn't have to take you out to the mall or take you out to see the movies before you go out to see the movie or something and i don't know just live your life to the to your whatever you feel it's the fullest version just continue to take the next right step even if you take the wrong step and you fall you're going to bounce back up most teenagers at the point in our life are going to fail we're going to go through so many things but we don't see that moment as an opportunity. We see it as a failure. We see it as a mistake. And I feel I'm telling I'm telling teenagers out there right now that whatever situation you are going in through in your life now, it's not going to matter in the next four years. It's not going to matter in the next three years. Just see that moment as an opportunity to become a better person, to become a better version of who you are right now. Yeah, and I want to ask you about um because I've seen like a lot of Instagram and on Facebook about uh these makeup. Uh, tutorials, make up uh, videos where uh, even in my in my own uh, big sister where makeup plays a huge role in how women feel good about themselves. Like it's they really love uh, just putting color on their face and looking uh, yeah flick on flick you know <laughs> and uh, what can you say about that, Is that makeup does, does mm-hmm. i don't know makeup makes it's okay to put makeup if you are comfortable with it i'm a makeup artist eh but me i don't i don't like putting on makeup some people can mm-hmm. put yeah, yeah, makeup yeah. every day but i don't really i don't makeup can just make you look pretty for for a while if you depend if you say your whatever your self-esteem or whatever is coming from makeup material things in general it can't make you i don't know it can't make you beautiful or something but it's okay to put makeup i'm not saying it's a, but it's not a bad thing i do it it's my kind of like my job i i'm a makeup artist but you should not okay i think it's saying we have okay so you should not depend on makeup too much you can put makeup it's okay wear makeup if you want to wear makeup yeah yeah if you don't like wearing makeup it's not bad yeah, not no to problem. wear makeup i just but edited it whatever makeup product mm-hmm. you're using whoever is listening your girl you like wearing makeup just make sure you're using the right product because after makeup after you wear makeup with the wrong products you can have i don't know you can have series of different kind of skin irritations on your face and you don't want that so whatever makeup product you're using guys just make sure you're using the good product the one that is okay for your face and makeup, I don't know. I don't have a bad thing about makeup, but I don't know. Do most guys hate makeup? Do you hate makeup? Do you hate to see somebody with makeup? I don't really care about makeup, yo. But uh, sometimes uh, we get like uh, we appreciate it when women uh, 
you know uh, value their appearance because uh, well it's probably for us you know it's for guys women make wear makeup for guys because they want to find uh, their exactly. true love you know stuff like that okay. but so okay you guys as Elma said hey girl makeup will not make you find true love just be okay with your own skin be okay with who you are be okay with whatever you have whatever it is just be okay with it it's okay to put makeup if you want mm-hmm. to for me i don't know some other people it's not okay to put makeup but personally mm-hmm. i'm telling you, it's okay to put makeup but just be careful of the product you're using on your makeup or on your face rather yeah but um i want to talk about the association women hold between their appearance and their personal uh, value because um Yeah, you know, a lot, I know a lot of teenagers who suffer from lowest self-esteem because they're not as beautiful or as pretty as they think they are. And uh, it plays a huge role uh, until when they grow up, you know. For example, their confidence in themselves, their own uh, ability to express themselves. It's, it's associated with appearance. And uh, it's, it's a huge problem even for... Uh, Yeah, guys, you know, yeah. and uh, what what do you can you say about okay, that? I, I just basically want to say that most of the times these teenagers that have low self esteem because of how they look. First of all, it probably has started from home, you know. Mm-hmm. Growing up as a child, every mm-hmm. time my mom always like she she, she was always commenting on how our parents was that they're the most beautiful girl. Like she just gave us really really nice comments about ourselves. And then, though, although they were pointing mm-hmm. at my life's way, I'm like, it much, you're not as pretty as the other person. But at a particular point, I just snapped out of those kind of thoughts because I'm like, no, everybody cannot look the same. If we all look the same, then we'll not be able to identify each other, something like that. So I don't know, everybody has just that unique feature. And if you are happy with whatever you are, you have now, I don't know, everybody will actually have to be happy with It, like everybody will be happy with that about you but once you start complaining oh mm-hmm. i don't have the right nose i don't have the right eyes then people would really actually start to pay attention to all those things you're talking about but when you comment yourself like oh i'm the most beautiful person i'm the most precious you actually give yourself so much value that even you cannot even if you know what i feel if in fact fake it till you make it give yourself start telling yourself things you are not even if th- things you are not things you want to be i'm serious i, I know that like a, i don't know if it's a bad phrase to tell mm-hmm. you fake it you make it but seriously it's good to tell yourself i'm pretty even though you feel you're not pretty tell yourself all these like you know positive affirmations they're really really good they work for all these um people who have bad feeling about how they look and then let me tell you something all these people nobody's perfect even the person you feel has the most barbiest shape to girls or the Nicki minaj shape the kim kardashian shape they just have sometimes i don't know they, they, they have their own problems and i feel whatever you have Just, just be okay with it. I'm serious, basically, because there's absolutely nothing you can do about it except you want to mm-hmm. practically mm-hmm. go for all this mm-hmm. surgery, facial surgery, plastic surgery, and all those things. I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't know anything about all those things, so I don't advise you. Yeah, um, I, I want to ask you because it's really uh impressive how, uh, compared to a lot of other 18-year-olds in my country, are uh, you're very uh, open-minded and already mature enough in your opinions about appearances and self-esteem and all of that and why do you think you have risen or ascended from uh, all of this and you have found yourself in a place where you're trying to edu- educate other young people at such a young age what happened like 
uh, how did you yeah story okay so mm-hmm. i don't know exactly when or, or how rather but right from when i've been a kid i've never really had i've never been I think my, my confidence has never been low. I was I was always this very outgoing child ever since when I was small. And though, you know, the society, some of my neighbors will complain that I'm too forward, I talk a lot, those kind of things. But I'm yeah. like, all these things. Since, to me, since my parents or my yeah, my family did not really complain about all those things. So I didn't really give a damn about whatever anybody was saying. <laughs> and they were okay yeah. with it. They were, like, they were okay. People that were surrounding, people that were taking care of me, my mom, my brother, my sister. Mm-hmm. They were all okay with who I was. So I really did not have, um, I don't know, I did not have a kind of time in my life where I had low self-esteem and mm-hmm. low confidence. So it kind of amazes me when I see people that have low self-esteem and low confidence. I'm like, why would you be struggling with this kind of thing? I think that's what, that's what actually triggered me to really try to educate people because I never really struggled with that kind of thing. So it's, I don't know, I, I now try to look it up everywhere and find out why are people really struggling with it and i mm-hmm. found that most of the time the people they grew up with how the environment they grew up in especially actually shaped because growing up your family will shape you your environment will shape you the school you go to will shape you and it depends on how you are even close to who takes care of you who is looking after your parents because me and my mom i'm even closer to my mom than my sister or my brother or anybody because i don't know she just makes me feel like i can tell her anything anything at all like no mm-hmm. matter what i'm going through you understand? I had that one person that I can go back to and tell, and the person will not judge me. The person will just look for a way to correct me and advise me and see me through that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel if you have a person that you can always look back to, and that's the problem. Most people don't have people that they can trust, people that they can, you know, talk to whenever they are feeling sad or something. And it's it, 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 it's a bad thing. So then I just created this platform for whoever wanted to talk to somebody, whoever needed assistance and all this kind of thing. Because I don't know, I'm actually forever free to help anybody who is having struggle talking to somebody with self-confidence, self-esteem mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I, basically that's, that was just the story. It was not like it was something, there was nothing in particular. I just, I grew up to be a very confident and a child with high self-esteem. So I used to wonder why somebody would not actually have that because I thought it was normal. It was natural for everybody to do that. Even basically, I'm not even I'm not a shy person. So when I see someone that is shy, I'm like, why are you shy? But then I understand <laughs> that everybody was different. So the way they've raised that person, they may have raised the person that okay, yeah. no, you're not supposed to talk in every way. You're not supposed to talk in this place. You're not supposed to be doing this. You're not supposed to be doing that. And I don't know. Me, I'm really a very straightforward person. Whatever I see, I don't say everything I see, but I don't say things how I see them straight like. That's that's that was just the story. That's it. So you're the product of good parenting. That's the most basic yeah. thing. Yeah. And I, yes. <laughs> awesome. And I, I wanna I wanna d- dive in a little a bit in your um uh, the politics in Nigeria. Now I'm not judging or anything, and I just wanna touch it, you know, because for the search engine stuff. And I, I wanna I, I wanna ask like, um, there are a lot of news about like, uh the government being uh, raiding uh, military losing low morale and mass resignations mass early retirements uh, as a teenager in nigeria what's going on i want to know in your perspective Oof. in nigeria see in nigeria a lot a whole lot is going on in mm-hmm. nigeria yeah elaborate bro you you've got all the time yeah. you need i want to talk about it so 
Okay. The number one thing that I feel is going on in Nigeria right now and is driving most people crazy is this COVID-19. And then, I don't know, mm-hmm. if in your country probably now, have people, like the 2020 grad, um, graduating students, have they graduated? Uh, not yet, not yet. Okay, basically, so I don't know, Nigeria is not even looking at the students' point of view. Like, they're not even giving us hope that we're going to enter are going to enter these we're going to people are going to graduate or people are new people are going to resume or whatever the school situation is going to be like and then this is driving so many teenagers so many young adults crazy because everybody's tired of being in one place you know they're tired of staying at home yeah they're tired of not being able to go to school and mingle with people they're tired of staying with the same set of people every day and then we see the um increase in the covid 19 uh infected people and we literally are not seeing people who they say are infected in nigeria we have over forty thousand people that have gotten covid 19 mm-hmm. we are here our cases have gone up to over forty thousand, and we are not we can we cannot see one person who comes out i don't know they said mm-hmm. they don't like they don't want to bring people out because of stigmatization but many teenagers like me or many young adults like me were still in doubt if the case of COVID-19 in Nigeria is actually bro, bro. that's high. You're, you're because getting cut. Like they discharge some people, but we don't know. How, you... What methods did they use to discharge these people? Why are, Why is the case increasing? Why are people that have COVID-19, 40,000 people, why can't okay. they use the same technique yeah, yeah, to discharge yeah. people, to discharge those people? So exactly mm. know the real state, the real where we are in this COVID-19 problem. But no, we can't see anybody. We just see that the number is increasing. And I don't know, it's very, very alarming. But we just have to be careful and protect ourselves, whether we doubt it, whether we believe in it or not. And another thing in Nigeria that is going on, you know, Nigeria now, if you leave, one of my episodes, I talked about sexual abuse. The rate of sexual abuse in Nigeria is so, like, it's, it's high. It's too high now. Girls are getting raped and killed at different places. And I don't know, but the government have literally put in a, they've um, made a law now that anybody that is caught, or that any any uh, offender of sexual abuse is going to mm-hmm. be put in life jail, something like that. So that's basically what's happening in Nigeria right now. You know, COVID nineteen. We have so many rape cases, and so that's that's it. That what's happening mm-hmm. in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, uh, it's really uh, interesting to uh, uh, hear about the perspective perspective from the Nigerian people itself, and not just you know the mass media and global news and all of that and and i, I want to ask you uh, one last question to end this uh session um okay. what as a as an individual how what is the best way you can make a difference you know in the world what's the best way to make a difference okay the best way to make a difference in terms of what exactly like can you give me an example of what you're really asking me to? Because there are so many different ways Just, you can make a difference. As an individual, what is the best way? Okay. You know, you can make a difference. I feel the best way you can make a difference is just I don't is to be kind, be kind to people, to give what you have, like to give. You know, if you have something in you, just share and just give the world, even if it's just a piece, even if it's just a smile to somebody. Even mm-hmm. if it's just to ask somebody, how are you? Whatever mm-hmm. you have, whatever gift you have, just share it with the world. That's I, I really think that's the best way to make a difference in the world. Mm-hmm. 
and to if you have a voice use your voice to help people that are less privileged whatever you have just learn to give be kind to people and learn to share with people that's basically the best way to make a difference mm-hmm. to me yeah, yeah. So that's the end of it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is your host, Elmo Ador Jr. And thank you for listening in. And please subscribe. Please follow us on Facebook. Please, please follow this. Please. Thanks. Thank you.